The calendar has flipped to June. It is Tuesday, June 1st. We hope that you enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend. Daily Dingers returns, and we have special guests with us from the Game Day Hoops, Steve Inman. This dude just crushes prop bets on the reg, and he is joining me today on Daily Dingers to give us his best bets and underdogs for the day. Steve, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I got called up to the big leagues today, daily dingers. I mean, basketball's great. I'm killing those prop bets, as you said, on the game day hoops, but this is the big leagues. This is fun. And I'm fired up right now. We are, we, I'm, dude, I'm jacked up for this. I love the excitement. I feel the energy. This is amazing. And I want to start with something here. Speaking of energy and excitement, right? The most exciting player in baseball right now is no doubt Fernando Tatis Jr. The dude just tied for the league lead in home runs yesterday, and he's got two IL stints this year. So how impressive is that? And like, what are some of his numbers that you've seen that are just, that makes it even more impressive? Well, Steve, I mean, it starts off with the 16 home runs, right? I mean, 16 home runs, 38 games. That's, you know, double digits less than the other guys like Garcia and Acuna and Vladdy, who all have that 16 home runs as well. The two IL stints, we thought he was going to be done for the year. Remember that? We thought the Padres were rushing him back with the shoulder problem. We're like, oh, my God, he's in his early 20s. Just get him right for the future. No, he might be the MVP. They need him. He's doing all these crazy things. How about the bat flips? We, I was kind of concerned when the when the Rangers you know, criticized him for swinging on a 3-0 count last year that that was going to kind of tone him down. No, he's embraced it, Steve. He's embraced it. He's become the face of baseball, the face that we really wanted Mike Trout to be. He's become that face right now, especially with Mike Trout on the IL. It doesn't really get any better than Fernando Tatis Jr. I absolutely love it too, because like you said, the worry was he would get toned down. Like, but no, like you want this guy. This guy's taking it to a totally different level. I mean, what he did the other night in Houston when he hit when he hit the home run like over the train tracks and he just like watched it and just like dropped the bat. I was like, this guy is incredible. And that's what you want because the only way you're going to get young people involved in the game is by showing this guy's highlights, by watching him be who he is and not by jamming analytical numbers down people's throats because young fans don't care about that. You know what they care about? Watching entertainment. And Fernando Tatis Jr. is the epitome of entertainment. I absolutely love it. And you know what else I absolutely love? Our best bets for today because we got some winners. Steve, what are you starting with today? Who do you like for Tuesday, June 1st? I'm starting with the Giants. That's my money line today. They've won four straight, six of seven. Alex Wood is on fire. He's pitching the best baseball of his career, something I really didn't see coming, right? Like Nobody did. Alex Nobody Wood did. was a, a throwaway in, in multiple places, including, you know, LA and Cincinnati. We got them at minus 160 as their money line against the Angels. Look, the Angels are are okay. Otani is Otani, but when he's not pitching, this is a pretty mediocre team, right? Especially with no Mike Trout in the lineup. I, I'm going with the Giants. Yeah, I am. So anytime you could fade the Angels, I think the Angels are they were the most overrated team coming into the season. They've been for five years. This has been right. going on every year where everyone's like, oh, like they should be a little over 500. They can sneak into the playoffs. Why? They have right. no pitching. They haven't had pitching ever. You can't rely on Dylan Bundy, Andrew Haney, Alex Cobb. Like, where, where are you getting these guys? Like, what's going on here? Like, you have Otani, but you only let him pitch four innings every time he pitches. So now you're relying on a terrible bullpen to close his games out. It's just a disaster over there and their lineup. I just feel like these guys get these contracts from them. Like 
Rendon gets this contract. Rendon was one of the best players in baseball, in my opinion. And he gets this contract from the Angels. And now it's like he's just like, I'm just going to collect my money and like hang. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's still pretty good. But, you know, he he had an IL stint as well. But the bottom line is they just need pitching. Andrew they, King is not getting it done. And, you know, he's one of those tantalizing lefties, right? We all wish we were left-handed. We all wish we could throw hard like him. But he gives up home runs. He gives up burn runs. He's not a guy who can pitch at the same level as, I believe it or not, Alex Wood. No, he's a, you know what he is? He's like a four starter. Like oh, that's is. what he is. He's a, yeah. he's, a, he's a four. If he goes to Korea, he'd be a stud, but like, he's not, we're in the major leagues right now. Like, I mean, cause I've seen, I saw, you know, who I saw last year when I was watching the KBO, Dan oh. Strait, you know, who Dan Straley, Dan yeah. Straley, like Andrew Haney is a left-handed version of Dan Straley. Dan Straley went to Korea and was the best pitcher in the league. If Andrew Haney wants to be a stud, that's where he's got to pitch. It ain't happening in the MLB. I'm sorry. This guy's a four starter, and I love the Giants tonight, like like you said. And I'm actually gonna stay, I'm gonna stay in the Bay with with, with this. I'm going with the A's tonight. Money line, they're minus one forty six against the Mariners. So here's the bottom line: Mariners are on a five game winning streak. This isn't a team that's going to rattle off six to eight wins in a row. They're not an elite team like that. I'm surprised they've got had five in a row. They've been playing a lot better. They've hit a little bit, but here's the bottom line. They walked the A's off yesterday. They're riding high. They're on this win streak. The A's are going to come out today and demolish this team. Chris Bassett is on the mound. He's been absurd in May. He's at a 2-5-2 ERA. He's at 30, 38 strikeouts and 35 and two-thirds innings pitch. He's been so much better since about his, his first four starts were rough. He's been so much better. And also... The Mariners get Marcos Gonzalez back, who was their ace last year. I use that term loosely. He's coming off the IL. He's a lefty. The A's hit significantly better against lefties. I'm going to take the money line at minus 146. I might sprinkle a little bit on the minus one and a half, although I hate run lines. I just think the A's are going to blow this team out of the water tonight. That's my best bet for, for today. Yeah, I don't think that's bad. The A's were on fire earlier this season. They're getting it going again, and... I think there's a pretty good chance they're going to run away with this division. I mean, Houston, they've been up and down. You could still see them facing the the effects of the last couple of years. They don't have enough pitching. The Angels, we just mentioned. Seattle's a, a young team that looks like they're on the rise with, unfortunately, our guy, Jared Kalenic. But right now, I think it's the A's to lose, and I think they're going to win this division by plus five games. I think so, too, unless somehow like the the Astros need to get a stud arm in that rotation if they could do that somehow at the deadline or i don't know the verlander status with everything he's, but if, he's out tommy yes. John last year he's, he's not pitching this year so if they could get a stud at the deadline they have a shot i think they'll make the playoffs just because they could still hit regardless of the trash cans or not trash cans they they, they can still hit but their pitching is going to be an issue Great. um and now let's go to our underdogs for today. I love I love our dogs. What are you what are you going with today? I'm going with the Rangers in cores. I mean, the, unfortunately, the Colorado Rockies have been probably the worst team in baseball this year. Who could have seen that coming after trading Nolan Arenado for nothing? But the, you know, the Texas Rangers have been a pleasant surprise led by, you know, Garcia who's also leading the league with 16 home runs this year. They're my, minus 105. I, I I like Dane Dunning as well. He's a a young pitcher who I've I've always been a big fan of. They got him as the th- not throw-in piece, but one, the third piece in the Lucas Giolito Adam Eaton deal. 
And I really believe that, uh, I'm sorry, he went to the White Sox in that deal, and then he went to the Rangers this offseason for Lance Lynn. But Dane Dunning is a guy who I think can hold his own despite being in Coors Field. And uh, again, there might be some run scored tonight with this pretty potent Texas Rangers offense. So I'm going with the Rangers minus 105. That's and that line has moved significantly in the Rangers' favor. So this morning, when it first opened up, they were plus 108, then they were plus 100. Now that's moved to minus 105. So that is still moving towards the Rangers. Not really surprising considering the fact that the Rockies aren't very good. I know it's in cores, but the Rangers have been like a big and no, Rangers, story, no Trevor story either. And the Rangers, dude, I don't know if you know this on this podcast, the Rangers have been a solid yeah. underdog pick on this pod. We've I think we're four and one with them on, on the underdog picks. Let's go five and one today. I'm going with, Ooh, I love this pick because everybody's going to hate it. I I have to do it. Yankees plus one Oh six against the rays tonight. I, this is the thing. Glasnow's going for the, for the rays. Look, he's very good. He's also shown that he's, that he's human and can give up the long ball from time to time. They're in Yankee stadium. Domingo Herman has been way better than expected this year. The Yankees have looked so bad over the last four games. They are not this bad. And I say this every time the Yankees go on a, the thing is being in the New York, New Jersey area, every time the Yankees go on a little losing streak, the media flips out fans flip out. It's, it's the best. It's, it's honestly, it's the best. Like you think the sky is falling and this team is like in the thick of things. They're not going to lose five games in a row. And the, the Rays are on fire. They've won like 16 out of 17. I think the Yankees are going to come out tonight. They need this game much more than the Rays need this game because the Yankees, the Rays have their number. The Yankees know it. I think the Yankees need to come out tonight, beat the Rays best pitcher. I love the plus one Oh six. Let's go. They're not going to lose five in a row. They're not going to lose at home tonight. I'm riding the Yanks. I just, I have to. I think that is, if there is anything that is as close to a lock of the century as there is, like the Yankees are like a mortal lock tonight, in my opinion. When the Yankees are going well or the Yankees are going bad, they still keep their plate discipline. And yes. this is a guy in Glasnow who will throw a lot of junk out of the zone. If they keep that plate discipline tonight, they're going to yank Glasnow after five innings. And, you know, this raid bullpen can be pretty good, but you're still facing a bullpen. You still like your chances against that. So I like that a lot. And, again, Domingo Herman has been really good. It's surprising how good he's been. It, so I like that one a lot. It's been so surprising. And they need him now with Kluber out. They need him more. I think that – I look, I just – I love the Yanks tonight. I'd never say that I love the Yanks, but tonight they are lock of the century, in my opinion. I'm putting my name on the line for that one. And that's another team that's going to be competing with Houston for a, for an ace at the deadline. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And now that brings us into the reason for this podcast, our daily dinger home run prop bet picks to go yard. You got one tonight that we all love. What are we, what are we going with Steve? I'm picking uh, our Mets. I'm going with Pete Alonso plus one ninety. He homered yesterday in his first game off the IL. So, you know, there's no rust there. Uh, he's facing Caleb Smith. He has faced lefties worse in his career than righties, but you know, Caleb Smith, he led the league in home runs, given up 33 back in 2019, his last like full season. That was in Miami, a pitcher's park. Now he's in, you know, Chase Field in, in, in the desert in Arizona. I really like Pete Alonso tonight. He's also really, he's got some more protection in this lineup after the last couple of days. The Mets were the walking wounded. So he's starting to get this lineup back. You know, Dom Smith is still there. So I don't think they're going to pitch around Pete. I think there's a pretty good chance he could go yard tonight. I like that pick too. And I like what they did yesterday because they hadn't been doing this. They put Pete behind Lindor. 
Yes. And Lindor went two for five. Lindor is approaching. Lindor is approaching. I think my only other, my only other, Suggest, um, suggestion like I talked to the Mets like but my only other yeah. thing was maybe lead him off to get him going because he, he has well out of the leadoff spot in his career but if not then take Pete Alonso put him behind them and I know there's going to be all of these sabermetrics people that are going to jump down my throat and tell you and tell me that there is no statistical mathematical evidence that says that where a guy hits in the lineup or who hits in the lineup behind the guy will, will tell you that they see better pitches here and there. That's garbage if you know the game. Yeah. No, I, I'm totally garbage. agreeing with you there. It seems like you do that with a struggling guy and they just catch fire. Now, do they accidentally catch fire? Is it a coincidence? Sometimes, but sometimes it's not. And you know what? Go ask any former player and be like, hey, when you were struggling, they moved you around the lineup. Did that help you or hurt you? You know, right. I think a, a lot more of them are going to say that helped. Right. And also, I, I – I, one of my friends, one of my friends, shout out Chris Hilk. Um, he's a big Giants fan, right? And we were having this talk about someone coming at me about this. And he goes, yeah, ask Rich Aurelia if where he hit in the lineup mattered when he hit in front of Barry Bonds for, for all those years and what his average was when he was hitting in front of Barry Bonds. You think it doesn't matter? Of course it matters. Like that's end of the day, the people hitting around you. That's why when guys go to better lineups, they have better numbers. That It's just factual. When you're hitting around better player, it's factual. We could go all day on this. I'm not yes. gonna go. I'm not gonna go off the tangent here. Next time we'll do it. I'm going with uh, Jose Abreu tonight against Shane Bieber. Bieber has been susceptible to the long ball this year, and for his career against Bieber, Abreu in 26 at bats is hitting 308, and he's got three home runs against them. Like I said, Bieber's been a little bit human. It's only plus 240 on points bet right now. We talked about this before the show. Anything you could get below that plus 300 number is usually good odds. And the books are kind of like, yeah, we expect this guy to go yard. So that's my pick for tonight. And now the bet, Steve, the thing about being a guest on this show yeah. is that you get to pick the nerfy because I'm awful at it. And everybody fades me on them. Jack usually picks our nerfy, but you are the guest on the show today and you are picking the nerfy because I'm just not good. So let's, what are we riding with today, Steve? I'm going with Phillies at red to minus 125. It's a good number. You know, I believe the Reds are going to win tonight. Sonny Gray has been pitching much, much better after a slow start to the season. Remember, he started the year on the IL, and then mm -hmm. they might have rushed him back, and he's got a 220 ERA and five May starts. Opponents are hitting only 196 off of him. Bryce Harper's still out of the lineup, so that means Sonny Gray good. And then he's facing Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola, who's been up and down this season, you know, I still trust him. This Reds lineup is not that great. You get past Castellanos, really what is here right now. You know, Suarez has been a shell of himself for the last year and a half, you could say. So I'm going to go with uh, Phillies Reds. All right, I like that. And that's minus 125. That number is phenomenal um, on Nerfies. A lot of people get upset about like anything over like the 130 mark. They're like, oh, I'm not putting money on something that could end with one swing. I'm like, I'm not telling you to. This is just a suggestion. We only give suggestions. That's all we're doing. We don't tell you what to do. We just give suggestions here. And before we get out of here, we have our, this is the juiciest probably won't happen parlay in the history of the show. Um, this is a four-legger. Steve picked two and I picked two. So this is the odds on this are plus 36, 20, 25 to win 930. 
Steve, give me your two, and then I'll go my two. What are, what are, what are your your picks for this? Yeah, we're starting with Fernando Tatis Jr. We talked about him at the start of the show. You know, plus one was it plus one ninety, I believe, to Homer in Wrigley. You know, he's facing Kyle Hendricks, who was better in his last start, but is still leading the league in home runs given up. Tatis has been out of his mind, probably the best power hitter in the game so far this season. You know, hitters park. So I like Tatis plus one ninety, and then we just talked about Sonny Gray. Got him plus one forty to get the win tonight. I love it. And I'm adding Orioles plus one and a half at minus 110 and the Pirates on the money line. That was plus 180. You add all that up plus 36, 20. Like I said, 25 gets you $930. That'll make your week right there. So Steve, tell everybody before we get out of here, tell everybody how we can find you. You can find me on Twitter at real at Steve Inman and then on Instagram at, at real Steve Inman. I got to fix that up. I got to pick which one I'm going to go with there because it's too confusing. You can also find me on the game day hoops, you know, doing the Instagram lives, Instagram stories, daily prop bets. And then I hope to come see you again real soon, Steve. Yes, sir. Maybe, maybe you're locked in for Tuesdays. We'll, we'll see what's, what's Love going that. on here. So everyone don't forget to go to the and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Do not forget to subscribe to daily dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast, Steve, thank you for joining me today, man. It was a lot of fun. We are going to see you again for Steve Inman. I'm Steve Armato. If you want to be a man at night, you got to be a man in the morning. We'll see you tomorrow.